0: Now, y'all better not, I better not have to pray for none of y'all. Y'all better not relapse off this song when it come on. One, two. Come on, let's let's bring them back to the old. Let's see if they, I'm telling you, they about to, they, they gonna know it I'm ready we, we gonna have fun on it but you gotta make sure it drop up. 1-2 1-2 1-2 see I told y'all 1-2 listen what they doing up in there look at Monique stop that Mo Kelly you need to cut it out yeah, people love for all the wrong reasons. They love changes like the Four Seasons. Don't understand that love is a commitment. Can't yeah, for all of it. You choose to stand in it. Yo, it's so patient, so kind. If you experience the real thing, it will absolutely blow your mind. The love you only get from Abba the father. Anything else is uncivilized. Why bother? I keep on Come on. who we loving up in here? You love Jesus every day, y'all know? Yeah. You got to look no further. This love got no limits. Come on. What are we doing every day? <laughs> I knew show was going to be up on this. Y'all love without him. Check it, I chased it and I loved it I ate at the master's table Nothing close, nothing above it Wrapped me in his arms and told me he loved me so Grace got me in the crib, I ain't never letting go Next level, baby, that be the logo Won't be down, yo, always in the photo His love got me sprung You didn't know, now you know Me trading the men, that's a no-no I love him every day, so Come on Every day, what we do Don't you know Y'all put a little bass in that track right there. Come on. Bring it. Bring it. Come on. Every day. (laughs) Go sing now, Leo. All right, last verse. Yeah. 99 and a half on two. Not after having it all with you, so me settle for anything less. Why? When on the cross, God gave his very best. Yo, we see his heart beating through his chest. His nails pierced his body. Yo, he had ripped his flesh. Took the curse so we could be blessed. The crown of thorns closed his eyes. I love him every day. I'm wise. I'm off, Yeah. Every day. Let's just let that ride for a little while. Save love without a limit ain't you dad, God got no limits on his love, how his grace surpasses all our understanding, love without a limit, it's not by works, not by flesh, but just cause we love him, come on, love you, I ain't gonna do it, I ain't gonna do it, that's without a limit, track on be I got to record that. All right. All right, let's take them to church, because they about to do I got to bring them back in. I got to bring them back in. Now they think they had a Mary J concert. I, I ain't never seen LaShawn get up so fast. <laughs> Y'all, it's not right. One, two. All right, we got it right now, right? Okay, let's do it. One, two, next level, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, as we proceed to give them what they need, it's that truth music. All day, every day, I think I can get it without looking at the lyrics. Think I can do it? Steve just challenged me. Yeah. Yeah. Some people swear they know God, yo, they so religious. See them checking they horoscope, superstitious. they stab you in your back, they so malicious. I was raised around dogs. Got some pet me, it could get vicious, yo. They better think about it, God brought me out of dirt and water, ain't no doubt about it, just think about it, make me wanna shout, it was dark in that gutter, God he brought me out, yo, I was surrounded by the weed, smokers, cane, pushers, AKs, now the only blood I've rep these days, Jesus, I feel a praise, coming on, should've been dead and gone, leave my pants in the rear view, soul to soul, I'm moving on can't leave it alone, then forget you, I ask for forgiveness, let God handle your issue, think I'ma miss you, maybe, but me, losing my mind over what I can't control, yo, I ain't that crazy, yeah. you're looking at a new man, yeah. now we blowed up. up, look at these differently ever since, God showed up, look how good he been, my man, we blowed up, blessings keep on falling, the praises they go up, you're looking at a new man, now we grown up, if yo, ever know. since God showed up who Yeah, my man, we blowed up Blessings keep on falling Yo, with the praises that go up I learned a little Ever since I studied the church One thing for sure Yo, the truth's gonna hurt It's more than letting your head be I forgot that part is more than letting that cross hang On top of your shirt You afraid of the dirt Your faith is rusty No secret in life It smells kinda musty I'm here to help you out I got that living water, set you up with the Holy Spirit, get your life in order, kingdom agenda, yeah, I'm a firm supporter, if my flow is Coinbase, they say I'm winning this quarter, Other the fourth, father, son, Holy Ghost, when the market closed, let's see who's returned the most, my stock just rose up, yeah, right now I'm on a bull run, don't wait, hold, yeah, wait for the outcome, yeah, when that closing bell just shrunk Every knee on the ground Confession from every tongue Yeah, looking at a new man. Yeah, now We blowed up Look at things differently Ever since God showed up Look how good he been My man, we blowed up Blessings keep on falling And the praises over. Yeah, that go Yeah, new man. Man. Right now, now, we grown up We grown up now We on our grown folks. Got showed up Look yeah. how good he been my man, we blew up. The blessings keep on falling. The praises they go up. Let that ride. Yeah. Y'all ready for that track, huh? It's coming up. What's that? No, no. I was close. I one more couple of times I can remember the verses. Mark, the chapter. 14 starting at the 39th verse reading down to the 52nd verse and again he went away and prayed and spoke the same words and when he returned he found them sleep again for their eyes were heavy neither was they what to answer him and he came a third time and said to them sleep on now take your rest it is enough the hour has come Behold, the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrays me is at hand. And immediately, while he yet spoke, cometh Judas, one of the twelve, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And he that betrayed him had given them a token, saying, Whomever I shall kiss. That is he. Take him and lead him away safely. As soon as he was come, he goes straightway straight to him and said, Master, master, and kissed him. And they laid their hands on him and took him. And one of them that stood by drew a sword, smote a servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus answered and said to him, are you come out? As against a thief with swords and staves to take me, I was daily with you in the temple teaching and you took me not. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. And they all forsook him and fled. And there followed him a certain young man having a linen cloth cast about his naked body. And the young man laid hold of him and he left his linen cloth and fled from them naked, I'm going to preach to you for this morning from the subject, don't let the kiss get you out your clothes, Father in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for an opportunity to share your word, open up the ears of these your people, use me to preach with power and authority, in Jesus name, Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, keep your clothes on. I think we all can agree that when Jesus embraced his assignment, the one thing he was counting on was that he was teaching his disciples. What he was teaching his disciples was going to produce fruit. And that that fruit would remain. He he wanted his disciples to look like him, right? He wanted them to operate in the power of God and to be clothed in his righteousness. Because the Bible says that it's not by our own righteousness or any good of our own. It's because of what Christ has done. So, when we take on Christ, we then take on his attributes and we are supposed to be made to look more like him daily. Now, there's nothing more than when you have a disciple, a teacher, and a disciple. The the disciple is supposed to look like his teacher. Now, the, the disciple. The teacher's not supposed to look like his disciples. The disciples supposed to look like his teacher. See, the problem we have is that we don't know what we're looking at because we're looking at too much. Hmm. And I want you to understand that the enemy wants to do just the opposite. He, he wants to cancel out the power, and he wants to strip us of what we've been clothing in that power. So when we see the church not looking like Christ, now we see the church looking like church. Go with me. It's going to be a long afternoon if you don't catch me. We, we, we look like church. We know how, we know how to do church. We, we know how to shout. We know how to sing. We know how to raise funds. We know how to, but we don't look like Christ. We, we kind of look like, I don't know what we look like, but to the world, we don't look like Christ. Why Why would people say, oh, I don't want to have nothing to do with church, I don't want to go to church because church is this and church is that and the, all the leader want It's because you never heard that. You never heard the disciples saying, we don't want to follow Jesus because he he looked like he doing that. All he wanted is your money. All he wants is that. You never heard the disciples because Jesus was walking in power. Matter of fact, the church didn't want nothing to do with Jesus because Jesus was messing with their church. Oh, so if we start looking like Jesus, that means we're not going to be looking like church. Oh, my God. But the thing about it is, it's scary to look like Jesus. And it's more convenient and easy to look like church. You got me? Because all you need is to hire the right musicians, do the right choir, have the right service, fill the right pews, get y'all not gonna say nothing. And you can do church real easy. We could flip this church from 25 to 50 easy, from 50 to 100 easy. But if you do Christ, if you feed the poor, if you clothe the naked, if you take care of the widows, if you, if you give and don't, oh my God, you're going to catch all type of hell. Not from the church. Oh my God. Let me just give you a couple of points because this is very interesting right here, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to drive something this morning. Stay dressed. Said he went away, he prayed, and he he returned. He found him sleeping. I just read it to you. You got to read it again. But I want you to notice from verse 39 to verse 44 that they were sleeping again. He he went away and he ain't come back. And they said it was three times the disciples fell asleep on the master. And Jesus said, "Listen, go ahead, get your rest." It's enough. Rise up, let's go. He that betrays me is at hand. He knew what was about to happen. And immediately when he was speaking, here comes Judas and he, with all these scribes and elders and the the swords, and they came over and he kissed them. But notice what, what Judas says in 44. He said, whoever I kiss, that's him. Take them away safely. <laughs> this is what has been labeled the kiss of death. I know you like Bruce Lee, but this, this is something different. This is the kiss of death. Because to kiss someone is a sign of intimacy and fellowship. And to have someone close betray you in such a way is painful. Yet Jesus was not unaware of Judas' betrayal. Who? Now notice when Judas said he wants him to lead him away safely, that isn't for Jesus' sake. It was always about the comfortability of Judas. Remember? So it was always, let, let's see, he was looking for a way to betray him conveniently. He didn't want to be found out that he was, but G- Jesus already knew he was betraying him. And then when he says, he said, listen, don't, don't come take him, take him away safely because if you lead him away safely, that means we can get out of this safely. Make sure no harm comes to us when you take Jesus away. See, 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 what what is awesome about this is that even though Jesus knew everything that was about to happen by who it was about to happen to, it didn't allow, he he did not allow his flesh to take him out of his character. I'm trying to help somebody because some of us know the ones that have betrayed us. Because in order to betray somebody, it means they had to have been close to you at one time. And and isn't it amazing that the people who betrayed you think you don't know that... (laughs) They, they think you have no clue of what, but you already saw it coming when they was doing it. And yet, when you could have cussed them out, when you could have killed them, when you could have undercut them, you did not allow their wickedness to take you out of your character. Now, I know only a couple of people could shout about that because you're you from next level, so you probably cussed them out first. And then said, Pastor, I need you to pray for me because I just. But Jesus, knowing his purpose, did not allow what other people were doing to get him off of his purpose. You have to learn and understand that not everybody likes you that there are going to be some people that are sent by the enemy that are, that are hounds for demons and hell themselves that have been sent on assignment to come mess with you, to come betray you. But I want you to understand that even the enemy's betrayal can still become your blessing. Because when you belong to God, there is no weapon formed against you. See, see, Jesus knew what was written because he wrote it. I ain't gonna say nothing. He didn't have to go back and try to figure out. So whenever an enemy tries to come at you, you already got to know. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and digress for a moment because some of your enemies have tried to kill you in the past and it didn't work. And they can't figure out why are you still here, why are you blessed, why are you still here? I'm preaching to anybody up in here, so that should let you know that you don't got to waste your time trying to get them back. Because your enemies get you blessed. Ooh. Matter of fact, if you didn't have an enemy, nobody would know you were blessed. If nobody, that's why when I give you opportunity to share your testimony, stop trying. I ain't going to, you know, church folk want to tell you what they want you to know. You know, they they won't tell it all. They won't tell what God really delivered them from. They want you to tell your nastiness. But I'm here to tell you, if you're not willing to go ahead and share the ugly, God can't put on display the beauty. The reason why people know God brought me out is because they saw me walk. Y'all not on to say nothing. They, they knew that there was no. You didn't have to guess my struggle. So the Bible says as soon as he was come, he, he go a straight way and he said, Master, Master, and he kissed him. Now, this is about as deep as this going to get and we're going to be out of here in about 15 minutes. Listen, he said, Master, Master, because in the Bible, when God called a person or a city's name twice, each occasion immediately that person was elevated to one of great importance or even the city that was involved. For example, in the Old Testament, when when Abraham was about to sacrifice, Isaac, God said, Abraham, Abraham. When Israel was in old age and moving to Egypt, at, at the invitation of his lost son, God called Israel's birth name twice, Jacob, Jacob. When God spoke to Moses from the burning bush, he called out, Moses, Moses. And when God called Samuel's name twice, it happened after he had called out to him two other times, but Samuel had mistaken God's voice for that of his father's. And each of these instances, especially in the last one, most people say that God uses the double double salutation because he wants to get a person's attention. How many times has God called you? How How many times has God said your name? It isn't because he, he knows your last name. He, he, he ain't called you by your government. He, he know he called you Andre, Andre. Deborah, Deborah. He's trying to get our attention. He's trying to elevate you. But a lot of times we want to ignore the call. Oh, my God. He's getting people's attention because the Lord has something monumental to tell us. You're not going to say none. In the New Testament, Jesus, the crisis redoubling of names has biblical significance. In the Sermon on the Mount and the Isle of the Course, there are two other times when Jesus Christ was making a crucial point to his disciples and the multitudes. And he reported, he repeated, Lord, Lord. When Martha was upset with Mary for not helping her prepare a big dinner for Jesus who was visiting with them, the Lord called out to her, Martha, Martha. At the Last Supper, right, at the denial, he called out, Simon, Simon. We all understand when Jesus was on the cross, he said, Eloi, Eloi, right? Eloi, what have you said? Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Y'all not going to say nothing. I'm going somewhere. Somebody say he's going somewhere. But I want you to understand this other two, that, that when God said something twice, double, it meant intimacy. So it meant God was getting attention. It meant that he was, he wanted the attention. He wanted elevation, but it was a sign of intimacy. Martha, Martha, Lord, Lord, Father, Father. Y'all not going to say nothing, so, right, right? So that's why he said, he said when Judas came to him, he says, Master, Master. Because what he was doing was he was saying that this is my master and whom I have intimate relationship with. Let me bring it even home to you. Remember when the Bible where God says that there will be many in that day that say, Lord, Lord. He doesn't say they'll say, Lord. He says they'll say, Lord, Lord. And then he'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. It doesn't mean that you're going to say, Lord, and you never knew you. He's saying that there are going to be many in that day who think they have intimate relationship with me. And I'm going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. So what is happening here is God is showing us that he wants an intimate relationship with us. And the indictment on Judas was that he was supposed to have intimate relationship by saying, Master, master, but in fact he was a betrayer. Woo! So what the Lord did, He said, after He had, to, after He went ahead and betrayed Him, He says they laid their hands on Him and they took Him and they drew the sword on and and He smote. Now watch this. One of them stood by, drew a sword and smote a servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Here we go again with Mark covering up for Peter. Remember the last time to, to, so he went, he was not say Peter was cussing. He said he, he vehemently disputed. And then what vehemently said, I will never deny you. He, he cuts Jesus out. Mark witnessed it. Ooh. And now Mark is saying one of the disciples. See, we know it's Peter because in the other Gospels, they tell you. Peter drew his sword and cut off his ear. And then I said, I need to go back and really study this a little bit deeper now and find out why is Mark always covering for Peter? And you want to know what I found out is that Mark was actually Peter's secretary. That Mark was a disciple of Peter. And because Peter was the one to lead the church and now was the secretary, he he not going to mess up that relationship. So somebody cut off his ear. Can you imagine having to cover for a switchblade cussing leader? Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Y'all do that now. Y'all better help me up in it. This encouraged the heck out of me. So when people want to ask me, how could you and your old past go ahead and lead a church? I say you must not know my boy Peter. the whole Catholic church based its religion on a cussing, switchblade carrying well so he said this, somebody just cut his ear off and Jesus said listen y'all come out and take me take me like some thief I was with you in the temple every day you ain't did nothing I'm bringing it down to you so you can understand it, you know, because people will look at you all in your face every day. They was with you all day and they ain't did nothing until they get their crowd. But, you know, you know... You ain't ever been involved in somebody getting jumped, but, you know, that person really can't fight. You see them every day by themselves, but now they got their boys, and and here they come. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing, right? If Jesus is like, listen, y'all could have rocked with me. I would have took you every every day. You see me every day. And now here y'all come. And all Jesus' his boys fled not just Judas, all of them. when the going gets tough look around. that's when you know see this is this is this ain't a deep sermon. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just giving you little things to think about. But this is where the scripture pulls in. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Because when everybody else disappears and you are alone with your mess, the only one there is Christ. Your boys can't get you out, your money can't get you out, your looks can't get you out. Jesus is the only one that is left with you. That's exactly where he wants you. He wants you to understand that you don't need all the fanfare that you could have poured into these 12 men for the last three years and given them everything. They've walked with the Messiah. They've seen him walk on water. They've seen him steal the, the, the sea. They've seen him do all these things. And yet, at the moment of truth, they ran like sissies. And then here goes this young, certain man. We don't know who this man is, because Mark doesn't give his name. Some theologians suggest it was Mark himself. But I doubt that, because it said all the disciples fled. Check it. What we do know about this young man is that he has some money. How you know that, Pastor? Because he didn't come out dressed like everybody else. There are very limited times when the scripture will tell you what somebody had on. The Bible could have just told us he was dressed and he came out of his clothes. But he let us know that this dude had linen on. And linen was a sign of means. Which means he was out there, he he, he had Gucci on. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. And He was naked underneath the linen. Why does he let us know that? Why is that important? To know that he's naked under linen. Because I don't care what you wear. At the end of the day. Ain't none of it going with you. You be dressed up, but. Underneath, we're all just naked. That was real good. I know it's going to be quiet, but that was real good. Because we spent so much time worrying about the linen. But they grabbed his clothes, and this joker said no. He spun out and ran naked. Now we've seen somebody else run naked in the Bible. We saw Joseph when Potiphar's wife grabbed him and he ran. But he ran so he wouldn't sin. This one ran because of sin. What happened in the garden when Adam and Eve ate the fruit? What happened? The first thing that happened is they realized they were naked and they hid themselves. When sin came in, they recognized they were naked. Oh my God, I'm about to bring this home. We about there. Fear had gripped and they came out because fear will take you out of your clothes. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me help you. That's why when I was reading this and God said, what to preach to this ministry and what to these, who's going to be here? He said, don't let, tell them, don't let the kiss strip them of their clothes. Y'all yeah, not going to say, because one thing does lead to another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Judas came in and kissed, but this brother left naked. It all started with the kiss. The kiss allowed fear to come in and sit in. And this young man who was standing there dressed up in fine linen. And the Bible says that we are clothed in Christ's righteousness. That we are a royal, a priesthood, a chosen generation. That God has put on us fine robes. But when the enemy comes in in the night, because he won't do it in the daytime, he'll have to come in the night. The enemy always wants to get you out of your clothes at night. He's looking for a dark time, a dark place. A dark way, so that he can strip you of who you are. What this scripture is showing us is that this man, at this moment of fear, came out of his identity. Woo! Help me up in here. See, the Bible says in Job 29:14, I put on righteousness, it clothed me. My justice was like a robe and a turban. The Bible says in Isaiah 61:10, I will rejoice greatly. My soul will exhort in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me in a robe of righteousness. Y'all better help me up in here. See, I'm trying to let you know next level that you cannot allow the enemy to get you out of your character. We have to be clothed in righteousness at all times. Remember when we was on the green and the brother threw the coffee? I, I almost lost my, y'all better help me. There'll become times when you almost come out of your clothes. And you gotta say, Holy Spirit, keep me. Help help keep my mouth closed. Help help me stay away from the places that I know will draw me back in to where I don't need to be somebody help me God is trying to let us know that the enemy is slowly stripping you of who you are that's his job to take away your identity when I was out there smoking and doing all kind of stuff I didn't know who I was I began to think that that's who I was Tap did say that's not you But that's not you. God has new clothes. He's got a new wardrobe, a new name, a new identity, a new place for you to walk in. But you got to be bold enough that when they come out to go ahead and persecute you, that you will not run. You'll stand. The Bible says, stand therefore and... We got too many Christians changing clothes, changing clothes just so they can fit in with what our system is trying to do. But the devil is a liar. You are who God made you. Called to do what God called you to do. And so learn how to keep the lights on. Learn that when they betray you and talk about you and come out and laugh in your face and talk behind your back. Know that God is in control. You are not in competition with nobody. You've been sent on assignment. You have been given what God gave you, so y'all better help me. I thank God for your testimony because you took your coat off and gave it to somebody. And God said, All right, now I can go ahead and bless you and wrap you in what I've been wanting to wrap you in. Y'all not gonna, y'all not gonna say that. That's why we can get we get behind on what you wearing, wear, i some jeans, what you wear. Well, it's whatever we want. We ain't gotta put on no suit. I ain't gotta look like Steve Harvey behind this pulpit. The devil is a lie. I ain't gotta put no robe on because I had to be anointed. The anointing is not in my clothes. The anointing is in my nakedness. The, the anointing it is, is in the fact that I'm willing to be me And allow God to permeate through me And I won't run when the enemy comes You're not going to scare me We're talking about, I can't talk about homosexuality That devil is a lie You ain't kill me I will chop your hair off up in this place You better help me If God said it ain't right, I'm saying it You're gonna gonna have to pay a fine. You're gonna have to go to jail. Somebody, I ain't scared of jail. (laughs) Jesus wasn't scared of jail. You know there's no bars that can hold it. You ain't gonna have no friends. I don't need no friends. When they close that box, the only friend I'm gonna see is Jesus. I ain't even gonna know who around the casket. Get your life in order. My kids straight. God, you're not gonna say nothing. I love the fact I'm said five days to the promise cause she know what she believe in God for but your life is more than a birthday. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it cause you living in your promise today. Somebody say today. Cause tomorrow ain't promised. Today, today I won't bow. Today I'll praise, today I'll worship. Today I'll give, today I'll serve, today I'll let the joy of the Lord be my strength. Because I don't know what tomorrow may bring. Y'all not going to say nothing. I enjoy the breath I got today. And I will keep my clothes on. Cause the only one that can see me naked is sit right. Y'all not going to say nothing. <laughs> Don't kiss me and try to get me out of my clothes. Oh, I'm going to close I got to help you. Uh, stop, you know, cause uh, first base, second base, third base, I'll keep it PG. No, I won't. Y'all better stop letting them kiss you. It's just a kiss. You're going to be naked. All my kids got hair, just a kiss. Don't you make me walk out this aisle. All right. Ain't that right, Trevor? That's all you wanted was a kiss. That kiss made him go get that ring, I'll tell you that much. I got to get a ring. Give God some praise. Amen. Don't let the devil take you out of who you are. I thank God for this because after he died and came back, I thank God that he dressed them all back. We serve a Jesus. We serve a God who died and didn't just leave us naked. But he came back and dressed us. He said, now you take my power. Put that on. Put my authority on. Put my robe on. Because if I'm in the father's house, I could wear everything that's in his closet. Y'all better come on. What? I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna tell on you, Teddy, but I seen his closet. His son is real happy. He ain't got the shop, just walk through. My son's still small. He ain't looking at my stuff yet. He can't, but he's gonna be there because I wear it. My daughter wants my sweatshirts. but you in the house, as a child, they just think it's this. You ain't where I could go here. You come home, they got your stuff on. Well, that's what we need to do in God's house. You ain't gotta go in the closet. You need to put it on. Hallelujah. And you always gonna get them haters. Telling you it don't fit. It don't gotta fit. It's my daddy's. (laughs) I'm growing in it. Amen. If you do not know Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, and you're tired of being naked, his wardrobe is open. Put him on. See, I'm just, I'm tired of just, I'm tired of just sporting him for a day or two. I need to wear him every day. I need him in my life every day. I don't like the way it fits. It don't, it don't feel right. You, you'll learn. You'll learn he got something just for you. If that's you, you need to come. You say, here I am. You've been calling my name two, three, four, five times, and I'm tired. I'm tired. I want to I know what it's like to be a real son. Come. And if you're online and you didn't do it, then you just have to say this prayer with us. Say, Father, I'm a sinner. I believe that Jesus died and rose for my sins. I pray and ask that he would come into my heart. And live his life in me I thank you God for clothing me in your righteousness forgive me wash me take this heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh a heart to serve you because you've been so good to me and I thank you for it in Jesus name Father we thank you for your word we thank you for everything that's been done in this place keep us Help us to stay clothed in your righteousness as we go through day to day on our jobs and in our places, because we will be tried. But God, we thank you. All these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace and peace.